Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anger Moms, the podcast. So glad you're here with us. And so glad Katie is back from vacation. I know. Finally, I, I feel <gasps> as though we talked about it for a the thousand ski years. Trip. Not, How did it go? It went great. It went Yay. great. It went great. Um, yeah, it was fun. Um, it was like, it was just all of the things. But I'll just tell you, River was a total trooper. She was a great little vacationer and a great traveler. She um, she went to ski school three days. She, and you know, one of the things that I appreciate the most, and if you have kids, if you have like a kid like in that that age range, um, I, she was she the best skier? I don't think so. But uh, the instructor every day you would go pick them up, and she was like, you know, she's just very enthusiastic about skiing and excited Aww. to be here. And I was like, that's all I can like. That's all I could ask for. I don't know. You know, you see, you yeah. see some people like dropping off their kids and they're like sobbing. Screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. We're good. Like, you know, you don't need to be, like, the next, like, you know, Bodie Miller. I just need you to right, be, like, right, right. Want, like happy yeah, to yeah. do here and happy yeah. to be here. Yeah. Happy to do it and happy to be here. Because that's so. the worst. When you spend all that money and time and effort and Ugh. then you get and do this wonderful thing for your kid and they're like, meh. I, I was, hate it. Yeah. Which is, I'll be honest with you, totally what I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was great. It was freezing. It was 10 degrees. Ooh. 10 degrees. But there's, I'm sure, like, tons of fire pits and hot tubs. I mean, I don't know. It was pretty cold on the mountain. We did have a hot tub at our house, but it was pretty cold. It was pretty cold on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that was another, I was also impressed with River that she, I, Neri once said I, one time we walked into town, just the three of us. I went with my sister, my brother-in-law, and their four kids. And um, one day, Brian and River and I just walked into town because we had to get a Christmas ornament, obviously. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And a snowblow for River. Um, And that was the only time that I heard her be like, Yo, I'm cold. It's like, I'm cold. cold. Yeah, I'm yeah, cold. I'm yeah. like really cold. Um, but yeah, we, it was honestly, it was great. It was Aww. so much fun. I loved spending time. You know, this is our we we have done this out west trip for years and years and years. Brian had been doing it even before we um, met and got married. But we always go with friends. So mm-hmm. This is the first year we've done. My sister and my brother in law frequently come on that trip, but we all leave our kids behind. So this is the first time we've brought children on the mm-hmm. ski trip. It was great. It was fun. Good. I mean, maybe Cody and Jen feel a little bit differently just because their kids, their kids are. They have so they have a um, a an eleven year old, a nine year old, a two year old, a eight month old, and then of course River was four. So there was they had yeah, a lot so, going on. Uh, it's a big yeah, span, yeah. Yeah, but I think you know, I think even they had fun. So uh, we played in the snow. We went sled riding. We built snowmen. We we did, we did all, all of the, the things. things. Oh, and yay. it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, I was so happy the plane landed uh, back in here in Western North Carolina. And it was like 65 degrees. And I was like, thank you, you Jesus, for living in the South. Like, thank you for allowing me to live in the South where, you know, yeah. it's like spring. It's spring, you know? It's springtime. So yay. not Wonderful. Degrees. Well, I'm so yeah. glad the trip went well. It did. It went well. And now we're back. Back to business. Podcasting away. 
Um, okay, so this first article comes from... I just have to say, Katie, you didn't sound super jazzed to be back podcasting just <sighs> then. I mean, do you want to go back out uh, west and keep skiing? What's going on I here? I don't know. I mean... You'd I'm, rather be on vacation no, than sitting here with I me podcasting? It. I'm super excited to be here podcasting. I couldn't wait. Let's, I couldn't wait. Did I mention I was happy that it's spring and also that I get to come back and podcast? Yeah, let's up yeah. the uh, enthusiasm Okay, here. all right. I know. It's yeah. like river. Yeah. Like, can you just be, like, happy to be here? Yeah. Can, can I see some uh, cheerfulness yeah. here? Yeah, okay. Okay, all right, I'm working on it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, anyway, this first article comes from Motherly, and um, the name of the article or the title is Rejecting Working Mom Guilt Made Be a Better Parent. I know my example will still shape my son's perspectives about equity. So she basically starts, I mean, if you're a mom and you work, you know this feeling. Maybe even if you don't work, you know this feeling. It's just the mom guilt. Um, she says it started right after maternity leave when she started dropping her child off at daycare and then shortly after that she started her own company and it got worse because of course starting your own company requires a lot of effort and time and, and energy um so thinking about it she decided to try these tips to get rid of mom guilt and so they are six six ways to get rid of working mom guilt one set a daily goal limit she said she sets daily tasks for herself that included only the most important next steps toward my long-term goals for her company. And so she limits herself to a to-do list that she can complete in eight hours. Number two is delegate effectively. She said with her company, social media used to stress her out. Now she hired somebody to do social media. Set a play timer. Um, she said that frequently she, want, she wanted to play with her kids, but you know then when she w- was done after the allotted time, she never wanted to do it because then her kids would you know, complain and say, hey, like, Get I want more she time, had and yeah. it just caused more drama than it was worth. So she set a timer. I got to tell you, we are big timer setters yeah. in our house. It's mm-hmm. funny, my sister and brother-in-law, even on, I, I, don't, I don't even realize that I do it, mm-hmm. Brian and I don't, but, like, they were, we were laughing, like, one night after we put River to bed, they were like, yeah, we forgot about, like, the timers. Because, you know, they have little, mm-hmm. little kids, and then, like, big older kids, kids mm-hmm. and they were like, we forgot how, like, timers are, like, it's bedtime. Do you want a three-minute timer? Like, in transitions, timers mm-hmm. are huge. So we're big timer people at my house. Number four, remind your kids that you're with them. Um, she talks about this. I have this book. It's called The Kissing Hand. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We read it to River. We use it for preschool. She, she didn't need it as much this year. But it's basically just like some small thing that you can remind them, like a touchstone when you're not with them that really like you're always with them. This book talks about the raccoon mom kisses her hand and the kid kisses his hand when he's at school and missing his mom. Ca- uh, number five, calendar meaningful traditions you can stick to. So like a, a Saturday morning tradition, something you do every year, something you do every day. And number six, remember why why you're doing it. Um, and basically for her, she talks about, she wants to set a good example for her kids that you can let, work hard and play hard and you can be a good mom, but you can also follow your dreams outside mm-hmm. of your home and, and outside of raising kids. So I thought these were really good tips. Yes. You know, um, I think the play date timer is really great. Mm-hmm. I have that sometimes when I'm home, working from home and my kids are home. Yeah, like, oh, mom, come do this with me. Come do this. And you want to go do it for five minutes, but then you 
really only have five minutes, right? right? You really only have um, five minutes, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was a good one. And the other thing, too, is setting a daily goal limit. And uh, I think I think that's just so key. And I really try to do this, and it's just hard. But you've got to set a point where you are done working and yeah. you switch back to mom mode. And you just kind of put everything aside. And it's so hard to do sometimes when things are like still on your mind or you've still got work things. Oftentimes I'll get a phone call in the afternoon for work that I have to take. Yeah. Right. Um, But I've kind of already said I'm done working for the day. Mm -hmm. So it really throws the kids Mm -hmm. off. Um, Yeah, I think it's tough. But I think that she's onto something. And kind of one of the things that she said in this article that I liked was, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. But what's the alternative here? You know, yeah. like we just kind of have to figure out how to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think these tips are good ones. So yeah, and I just will say this: I um, I don't envy you um, because one of the reasons, one of the things that I recognize very quickly in my TV news career is that when I was like a general assignment reporter, like you worked, 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 sometimes you'd work like 10 hour days, but then you would present your story in the six o'clock newscast and you would go home and like the next day would be like a totally different yeah, story. Like there was yeah. you couldn't take you couldn't necessarily unless you were working on what we called like a sweeps piece, like a long form piece during a special ratings period, there was like you didn't really take your work home right. with you. Yeah. And even now, since I anchor, like my goal is to like, okay, like be the best anchor I can be for two and a half hours or three hours or however long I'm anchoring that day, depending on what shows I'm doing. And then I'll have podcast stuff that I have to do. But I don't really have any of, like, so many jobs have that thing where you could, like, potentially just work all day. Because right, you have, right. like, unending deadlines. My husband is the mm-hmm. same way. One of the great parts about my job, like, I might get up at 2 in the morning, but very rarely am I taking work home with me because, like, all of my work right. is, like, focused at, right yeah. here at work. Mm-hmm. Now, it's stressful. It's live TV. But it's, like, once it's done, it's done. It's, like, right. out in the universe and that's it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. No, that is a hard part. I mean, there's always things I could be doing. Yeah. And it is yeah. hard sometimes um, to turn it off. But right. I think you just have to kind of, like she says, make those yeah. priorities. And there's times where I say, oh, I could do this, but, you know, could I do it tomorrow when the kids are at school? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it's tricky. But I think that I think that you just kind of have to focus. And her last one, remember why you're doing it. You know, Remember like, why you're doing it, which is hard sometimes. It's just like yeah. the minutiae of life. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery Starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Mom's the word. This one's a weird one for me. I'm okay. I have used the same brand of deodorant for like two decades. <laughs> so I'm serious. It's okay. degree. It's like the sport. Okay. But I'm a secret person. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember like Teen Spirit? Do you yes. Remember that like yes. deodorant? Yes. Do they still make that? I'm sure. I don't. I would know. think. I yeah. was like a big. I loved that when I was like a teenager. Anyway. Okay. So we went on the ski trip, and I needed new – I wanted, like, travel size deodorant. Uh-huh. And so I went to, like, the little travel size owl, aisle, and they had that this – owl over the, 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 the owl. travel size stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, and they had native deodorant as, like, yes. a little sample. Oh, yeah. We have it. Okay. 
It's expensive. It's expensive. I yes. never had used it, but I was like, I'm going to use this. So I bought the, I think it's like the coconut and vanilla mm-hmm, version. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, done. I'm never using my old oh, deodorant interesting. again. Um, so, yeah. Ahead. So you love it. Yeah. So I was like, looked it up because I was like, what's so great about this deodorant? Because it did get Allure's Reader's Choice, um, which mm-hmm. I'm always like a big, you know, if it gets like these beauty awards, I'm like, okay, other people like it too. Um, but it's aluminum free mm-hmm. uh, and f- free of a whole bunch of other junk. It's basically like the ingredients are better for you than regular yeah. deodorant. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. also, I got to say this because I just use the travel size, it's $13. I don't mm-hmm. know how you feel about that. I don't know if you're at home. I don't know if that's yeah, yeah. like a lot for deodorant. Well, so me. listen, it's funny that we have it, but Gregory was into it for that reason. It's yeah. very like um, pure and clean yeah. Yeah. and, you know, he's kind of a hippie. Um, so he got it. And then realize that it just is not quite like up to snuff for a man. Oh, I don't know. So yeah. I will say this: it's not an antiperspirant, like right, a, right, right. So which I did not realize, but I got to tell you, I was like snowboarding and sled riding and you know, like super doing active. all the things, yeah. And I mean, it worked for like I I bought the mm-hmm. regular size. I had to get it shipped, but um, so I'll keep you posted. But. Yeah. Again, a no, little I think bit it's pricey. good. I think it's I think it's if you're like sweating profusely like a man like working out, I think he's like I need to use like the real stuff. I gotcha. But I think for probably for a woman, right? Cuz I don't know. I work out and I sweat. Yeah, so but I, don't know. I think women's sweat is just like nicer than men's well, sweat. Well, I don't know. Brian and I, he is not a sweater and I am a sweater, oh. by the way. Like this is a conversation that we have. Oh, interesting. Like I'm not a like profusely like need medical intervention sweater, but I'm like a <laughs> You know, I, I like that's why I use like degree because I feel like it's like yeah, super yeah. serious stuff and mm-hmm. I don't know, but maybe okay. like in my real regular life, I'll keep you posted. Do some workouts and get get back to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Will. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, this next article is from Time. As people return to offices, it's back to misery for America's working moms. Um, so this is something I think probably a lot of folks listening can can um, attest to. We're in this like weird period where a lot of companies are going, are mandating people to come back to the office after this big, huge chunk of time where everyone is kind of working from home. Uh, the author says she had her first kid during the pandemic, so she's never had like working mom life mm-hmm. pre-COVID, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, so, uh, and she talks about, you know, we've all heard, you know, you can't really do both well, right? You can't go to work and, and be a mom and do everything that, you know, that you should be able to do. Um, and she says it's the difference between chaos and sanity, you know, working from home versus going into work. Yeah. Um, she said there's some study that said that you save 72 minutes I, a day. I highlighted that same thing. Yep. 72 minutes a day by working from home, which I totally could see. Um, I'm surprised it's not more. I'll be, I'll be honest yeah. with you because I think about, like, your drive. Mm-hmm. Even our drive. Like, we live in North Asheville and the station is in South Asheville. Traffic is bad. Like, it's got to be more than 72 minutes a day. Yeah, right? I mean, I think it. Yeah, that might not include the commute, maybe. Right. Because um, that, that's gonna be different for everybody. But anyway, um, so it talks about how returning to work mandates could change all of that. Um, there were some interesting stats in here. I was surprised. Seventy percent of college-educated women were in the workforce in 2022. That seems like a lot to me. Um, and you thought you thought it was less. I well, mean, what's I just, the percentage for men? That would be my question. Like, what's it was the... it's lower. So oh, there's more. What? Yeah. What mm-hmm. are the men doing? Mm-hmm. What are the where are the college educated men? Are they know. like staying home with the kids? I don't know. Um, she says working from home, in short, allowed them to hide the evidence. This is oh, mom, working this moms is in good. general. Yes, yeah. yeah. Working from home, in short, allowed moms to hide the evidence 
of the competing priority that is motherhood, Mm -hmm. which of course was good for their careers. So basically, and it goes into a lot of other stuff. There's a lot in this article to kind of unpack. But um, I thought that was interesting in itself. And and I think she's totally right. When you work from home, you can do so many things that you just – that you're – you're still excelling at your job, but you're also excelling more at home, and no one knows otherwise, right? right. Like, right. you know, it's not like your boss, when you're working from home, knows that you're throwing in a load of laundry right. in between work calls right. or whatnot. Um, it's unbelievable. As someone who's done both, uh, post-kids, pre-COVID, you know, working strictly from the office and also working from home and kind of a, a hybrid situation, it is unbelievable the amount of stuff you can get done um, both for your mom life and for your work life when you have that time at yeah. home. And I will say, too, you forget, and you can probably attest to this, Katie, um, being in the office. I mean, I know you're on the desk most yeah. of the morning, but even when you're just in the newsroom, there are so many people who come by and want to chat. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of that, like, you social. Are like a mu- you are much more social than I am. Is that well, true? And well, I mean, I, I don't know. You but. are. No, you are. So um, you don't feel that as much? Well, no, because this is the truth. I don't – I I know that we have returned to the office. I'd be, I would be curious if this is the case in most offices, if this is just in our newsroom. I don't know. Uh, Post-COVID, people talk less. Aren't as chatty. Yeah, yeah that might I mean, be. Also, that I, work, be. I work the hours in which I right, work. Right, right, right. There's not there a lot of people in the building. People. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah. here at, like, 2 p.m. in the afternoon when, when like, everybody's are yeah. rolling in. That's how yeah. it used to be when I worked, you know, a more traditional shift. Um, but I think that's probably – I'm sure that there are studies just talking about the time wasted at, like, the – proverbial like water cooler at work. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, what was your what were your thoughts on all this? Um since 2003, I thought this was interesting. Mm-hmm. Employed moms spent more time working and doing childcare. Men spend less time at work and less time on child care and housework. They're just going down in both. Like, in, what the? Yeah. Like, what? They're what? just golfing, I mean, I, I, know that I don't know. This maybe has nothing to do with anything, but I just, like, was like, but, like, yeah. wait, what's really happening? Um, yeah, so, uh, the, one of the quotes, um, working from home during the pandemic was good for women's careers. It allowed them to hide, you talked about this, the evidence of the of the competing priority that is motherhood. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a, an attorney in this article who I think she worked from home and got like promoted like four three, times. Yeah, yeah like yeah. A, a crazy amount of time because she was like super productive. She was, I think she was a mom as well and then went back to the office and now she's like looking for a new job because she was. she's like, I just like can't do this. Like I cannot yeah, hack yeah. like the misery that is trying to work full time and mm-hmm, mom full time mm-hmm. and you, you know, just do it It is all. so funny though to think about it because I mean, especially in news, and I'm sure other people um, in other businesses could say this as well in other industries. I mean, who would have thought? I would have never guessed that I would be working from home, you know, for several years had had the pandemic not happened. And I'm sure other people, it just was such a revolution of all these jobs that people didn't think we could do from home that we could then do from home and do well from home. Uh, one of the quotes is, why are we trying to push so hard to go yes. back to this previous reality that wasn't working so well? Right. right. So it's just interesting that, um, you know, it, it was this thing that nobody knew we could do, and we did it, and we did it well. And now it's like, oh, wait, but now, But But I would know. just, why? Like, why? Like, yeah. no, really, like, why? I think a lot right. of these companies, I'm just going to say it, are run by men. I think a lot of them are run mm-hmm. by men who do not understand mm-hmm. 
the day ins and day outs of like being a working mom. And we have every every article we read, listen, I don't care if your husband's like amazing, your partner's like amazing. It's just a a fact that women do more of like the household right. chores, the rear and the child rearing. Mm-hmm. So it's like really the burden on society and and in the workplace is on women. And I think that these companies that are pushing, pushing, pushing to return to the office, I think they don't understand that because a lot of them are run by men. Yeah, and I do think I will say I'm sure there are some companies where being together in a building physically present helps. I'm I'm sure. I mean, not 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 particularly necessarily in, in some aspects of news, but I do think that there could be possibly an argument for those businesses where look, if we're all in the same room, we can talk about X Y Z, and you know, it's easier, and we get things done, and communication is better. I think that could be the only argument that I would see. But I think this article talks about how, like, you could do monthly meetings, or sure, tr- yeah, try monthly meetings, or come in once a week, or like, daily Zooms. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. just, fa- I mean, and we've kind of gone. We are here in our newsroom. We're like kind of in like a hybrid model, and I, you know, I think it works for some like some people just like I don't have a job I can do from home like that's just never that's never gonna happen for Mm -hmm. me I do some Mm -hmm. podcast stuff at home on some of my shorter days but like you can't like anchor a newscast from your living room like maybe that worked for like a couple of months in 2020 but that's just not reality but right you know for the folks that can do it and it's been proven that it works like Mm -hmm. why not yeah why it's interesting and I'd be really curious you know I feel like we're still in this kind of bubble from post-covid yeah and I'm just interested to see in five, ten years, you know, is this going to be forgotten and everyone's back in the office, or is it going to be so. swing the other way? I hope not. It'll be. Let's, I mean, like, let's get this revel. Like, like I said, I this is why people, there's like these, you know, shortages of workers because people are like, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I got mm-hmm. a taste of what it's like, and I don't want to mm-hmm. do this anymore. When you just have to think that companies at some point are going to realize that people high up are going to realize, look. What this article is saying, they're just as productive. They're getting everything done. Like, why? You would think. You would think. Sell those big uh, big buildings. Rent smaller space. Totally. Save money there. Why don't we start this revolution? I don't know. No one cares what we think. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> All right. That's is you, right? Oh, is this me? No, it's you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is from Upworthy, and uh, Mama4 comes up with amusing new names for the mom pooch and hilarious oh crap. My uterus fanny pack looking like a whole snack. My hoo-ha hat sits on top of my cat. She raps. Yeah, okay. I just said that. Do you, yeah, yeah. On a podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you follow this woman? I do now. Oh, my gosh. I had to put this article in because it. she is... Were you following her before this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh, been okay. following her for a while. I love her. She's like, there's two people now who I follow who I literally, if okay. I'm having a bad day, just have to, like, go to there. I'm looking for her Account. name here. Emily, I, I, it's Emily Vondracek. Okay, but there it she, is, it's, yeah. it's, it's hashtag, or it's uh, at Emily Vondi. Um, she's a 32-year-old mom from Minnesota. So this is when she, she when she recorded this a couple of months ago, she it was um, she had four kids. She's now pregnant with her I know, fifth. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Um, she's so funny. She says she's, like, into the snapback culture, right? So she's, right. or against, I should say, the snapback culture of this thought, this feeling that once you have a baby, you should immediately, like, be right back to your old yeah. body and, and look great and all of these things. So she does all of these hilarious, and she's really talented. She at, is really at talented. Rapping. I'm like, do you think, like, I don't know how she, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't come up with these on the spot, but no, she I, she I does them really well. She's funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I I just thought you know, so so there there was I didn't realize there was like some fashion influencer influencer the challenge, challenge people. yeah, yes, to come up with a new name for the mom pooch. Um, 
Anyway, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, and I the, like the point of this is, I mean, this is this is a story as old as time. I feel like we talk about this all the time. It's just like stop. Like why are we fighting? What? I mean, I think if you are a mom, if you've had kids, like you you know exactly like that mom pooch, you know exactly what she's mm-hmm, talking about. And mm-hmm. it's like that like when you're like a female, that's just like no matter how much you work out, like that is where It's a trouble spot. It's a trouble spot. Yeah. And it's like stop trying to like fight nature, right? It's also interesting. They talked to a um, maternity and infant photographer who's in Augusta, Georgia, and she talks about how she would shoot these like post maternity what's the word I'm looking for postpartum thank you postpartum mm-hmm. um, moms and they would want these like shiny perfect images and she was like what is wrong you just with had you? a baby this is like yeah. not real life so yeah. now she has this whole studio where she like the raw images and they and I looked at her pictures too they look great they look yeah. great but it's yeah. true like you have those people who are doing those like shiny images and then you put those on social media and people think that that's like real mm-hmm. like and I That's think the life. other part here is, and, and she, Emily talks about this, and other other moms on social media, some talk about this as well, that there's, um, you know, you, why are we trying so hard to get rid of this body that did such wonderful things for us, right, and birth these children? And, yeah. And I, I love the idea that we need to focus on what our body did for us and be grateful for it, yeah. even though it looks different and it doesn't look perfect. Like, let's appreciate that this body made tiny Humans. people yeah. and did it. And I, I just love it. What my favorite, so she goes, there's a lot of the uh, different names for the different. Um, I know, I know. My favorite, I think, well, I like the uterus fanny pack. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, and the body baker. The body baker, like, I know. I like that, that area literally baked a body, like baked a tiny person. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You should uh, so look her up because she is. Um, she's so funny. She's funny, yeah, and very and relatable. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I do have a win. Okay. Win of the week. You know, and this is going to maybe sound like a, oh a silly win, but, okay. um, you know, it's just very crazy in our house right now. Well, really always. Um, but weekends especially, you know, it's it's just tough. There, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, and because of our kids' ages, I feel like we have a lot of different uh, – behavioral stuff going on and some different um you know kids are in different places and they're not necessarily always getting along um anyway uh we normally on the weekends like one of us will get up with the kids and then switch out so that that person can go back to bed for an hour I mean it's just kind of like a tag team survival mode type Mm -hmm, situation mm -hmm. um but I have to tell you Sunday evening I turned to Gregory and I said that was a good day yeah and it just was one of what those moments. What did you moments, guys do? I mean, nothing crazy. But we actually you know what we did, which we need to do more of, is kind of dividing and conquering. Like, yeah. he took some of the kids to yeah. do one thing, and kind of we kind of were switching in and out. But the point was, it was the first time that I felt like that was manageable. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and it felt like the children behaved pretty well, and... Think there was no crazy drama really and it was just one of those days where we got to the end and I was like okay we did that and it wasn't yeah and that worked it wasn't terrible yeah and I mean I said that not like spending time with my kids is terrible but you know what it means yes. like parenting sometimes they can be terrible parenting okay. is really yeah. hard and it was it was funny because I literally said to Gregory are we over the hump yeah, what he's like, saying. are we over, like, is it just going to get easier yeah. from here? Like, are we over the the hardest part yeah. of, well, of course, he was like, I don't think so. I think that's going to be a fluke. <laughs> Greg. But, which it probably.
probably was. But anyway, you got to take the small victories. Yes. It was a yes. good day. And it was just one of those moments where, you know, sometimes you can just see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And totally. feel like, okay, like we are going to get to a point where life is going to be easier. It's not so, it's complicated. Yeah, and maybe it's not today, but there will be a time It's where, coming, it's coming. Yeah. 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 I like that. So, anyway. Good. Uh, yeah. So, hope you had some wins in your life hope this week. Hope you had a light at the end of the tunnel. Moment, or two, or three. Yeah. Maybe every day. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.